Welcome to the 859 Insider Podcast. I'm your co-host, co-founder of the website, Noah Ziegler, alongside my good friend, co-founder and co-host of the website, Adam Conradi. Adam, it's been a while. Uh, we took a we took a break. I think you you had finals. I was traveling. It just kind of all set up to be a good time just to take a chill, chill chill out for a second, you know, enjoy the holidays and then get back to it at the turn of the new year, which we do have a, a decent amount to talk about. But Adam, how was your holiday season? and new year's and uh excited to be back here with you uh yeah happy to be back it was uh nice to be off for a little while after finals uh traveled a little bit but yeah now we're back at it watching some good high school basketball uh it's a very very tight-knit uh ninth region this year uh outside of Cubcath, who looks like the clear number one looks like just about anybody can win on any given night so that always makes for a very very exciting year and it's looking just like that uh pretty usual mm-hmm. definitely another year in the a5 man where basketball is just just so beautiful so fun to watch and uh just to kind of kick things off we'll go through some of the games from this past week the first week of january which is of course right around time when all a basketball kicks off so starting off walton verona they are in the eighth region all a final how'd they get there they defeated williamstown 74 71 in overtime and then Eminence, 86-47. They will face Owen County, who's got Tegan Moore. We, we've talked about Tegan a bunch on this podcast, even though he's, I mean, I think Owen County's technically in the A-5-9, but nonetheless, that's going to be a fun matchup. Obviously, one of the best players in, in the eighth region and in the state, for that matter, taking on one of the better teams in the state, Walton Verona. Um, so it'll be really fun to watch. And that, I believe, will take place at Gallatin County High School. So shout out them. Shout out Wildcats. Woohoo. Unfortunately, they're not there as they usually are, but it is what it is. Anyways, um, another game that was pretty big, Adam. Uh, it just one that kind of kind of shocked because holy. Well, we'll start with the result first. Holy Cross defeated Highlands eighty three to seventy seven, and this was after Holy Cross lost to Connor eighty two sixty two. So you go from losing to the Cougars by twenty points, turning around and beating arguably the second best team in the region. That, that's a pretty pretty big task and a pretty big statement by Holy Cross, Adam. What what do you see from the Indians in that matchup? And obviously, again, with a team like Holy Cross, they're it, since they're a small school, they're always out to prove it. Even with a guy like Jacob Meyer and uh, Javier Ward. So, just what did you see from the Indians in their win over the Bluebirds? Oh uh, yeah, that was a great win for Holy Cross at home against. Uh... Against Highlands, a very good team who started off, I believe, eight and zero this year. Won ten of their first eleven games. They're a very solid team, the Bluebirds, and they light up the scoreboard. They held them to seventy-seven, which is well below their season season average in this one uh, last night. And uh, they did it without Jacob Meyer really going crazy like he usually does. I'd, I'd say it was a quiet twenty-seven points from Jacob Meyer, if there can ever be a quiet twenty-seven points. He was 12 of exactly. 29 from the field. Uh, yeah, uh, two of 10 from three. So he, he wasn't completely on, but he had he had his teammates step up. Javier Ward, very consistent, 23 points on eight of 18 from the field. And the biggest help he had, uh, Jacob Smith, he had 15 points in the first quarter to get Holy Cross out to an early lead. And he had 22 on the night. But a- after they got that early lead, they never looked back. Uh, I think Highlands cut it to six at one point in the fourth quarter. But they just never really let him back in the game. And 
shout out to Holy Cross for a great win, a great ninth region win against a team they might see again come regional time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's it, it just a big win, as you said, for a team that they probably will have to face again at some point. Next, Lloyd defeated Beachwood 61 to 53. Just a, a, a good win for the Juggernauts to kind of stay on winning ways because Lloyd admittedly a little, a little bit interesting. Didn't get off to as, as, as good of a start as they wanted to, but nonetheless, they sit at six and three. Flops are pretty good, so they're doing fine. Jeremiah Israel led the way with 26 points, and he went 14 of 16 from the line. That's, and I saw that. That's that's pretty impressive. And if if there's any coaches listening, you didn't hear that part. Um, it, he also had 11 rebounds, but he also didn't. Unless it's uh, there is it Dan Horn Darren, or Darren Horn? Darren, Darren Horn. Darren Horn. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Dan Horn, Darren Horn. EJ Walker added 15 points and nine rebounds. So again, good win for the Jugs. Simon Kenton doing pretty good, or pretty well, I should say. So they defeated Ryle 46-41. Then they also defeated Ashland Blazer 55-54 in the Ashland Invitational Tournament. Ashland, one of the better teams in the state. So a good win for the Pioneers. Pioneers also defeated Henry Clay 66-57. However, they closed out the tournament by losing to an inter-region rival, Collins 55-48. So Simon Kenton doing uh, doing a pretty good job so far this season. They're definitely going to be uh, fighting for that eighth region title. And they have a big game against Walton Verona coming up. I believe it's on the 13th. And I think that one's an independent. So that's, that one's going to be a good one. Um, definitely going to be a tough ticket to get. Uh, for that rivalry match, but uh, we're recording on Thursday, January 5th, just the games going on tonight. NCC taking on Bracken County, a good chance to see Blake Reed against another ninth region opponent. Heritage don't uh, Adam eight and three. They're pretty good. The Eagles. Uh, yeah, exactly. Shout out to heritage Academy. Always love to see those schools do well, especially I don't, I don't know how many years they, they were kind of, I mean, they weren't winning very many games, but I don't know. With schools like that, it's just kind of completely random. And they're eight and three, so I'm sure they're all loving that over there. Is Heritage in Florence? Uh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I it's been I mean, we we played that basketball there, what, third grade? Yeah, and... <laughs> third and fourth grade we played in that league. <laughs> yeah, that's uh whew, that's a blast from the past, but nonetheless, uh Heritage taking a low low. And then Harrison County versus Scott, another uh 10th region rivalry there and then uh adam we talked about the all a classic at the uh, top of the episode just uh what's what's going on there what's the uh bracket looking like obviously some some good games that are going to come out of this ninth region all a tournament oh uh, yeah uh, as you mentioned the ninth region all a classics coming up uh, this coming week i believe and uh on the top side of the bracket uh it's St. Henry has the bye, and they will face the winner of Newcath and Bellevue. So more than likely a St. Henry-Newcath quarterfinal matchup there. And the winner of that game will face the winner of Newport and Beachwood on the, on the in the other uh, quarterfinal match on the top side of the bracket. right? And so Newport-Beachwood will face the winner of St. Henry uh, versus Newcath slash Bellevue in the top semifinal. And in the bottom half of the bracket, we have Ludlow getting the bye, and they will face the winner of Dayton and Bellevue in the quarterfinals. Then in the bottom half of that, uh, Holy Cross will face Heritage. So more than likely, Holy Cross will win the bottom half of the bracket. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say. But 
yeah, it should be very, very exciting. Uh, the top half of the bracket's pretty loaded with St. Henry, Newcath, Newport, and Beachwood all up there. Uh, yeah, Holy Cross with a pretty pretty good draw for them, I, I would say. Uh, not going to have to face any of them until the finals. But, yeah, it should be a very exciting ninth region all classic. Mm-hmm. Always exciting, and you got to love it because, you know, in recent history, St. Henry won back-to-back All-A-State titles. Never going to forget that, that's for sure. Um, so just yeah, uh, like and, you said, and St. Henry lost in Newcastle earlier this year, so mm. it's a rematch of that game, uh, more than likely in the quarterfinals. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's going to be a uh, the I think the score of that first game, uh, it was oh 70 57. I remember for whatever reason that score looks a lot bigger than what it really is, but nonetheless, a 13 point win for the thoroughbreds. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot closer of a result than. 13 points this time around, especially when it comes to all a play. So that's going to be pretty interesting one to follow, but uh, moving on, we, we have a a rankings of teams, our first, our first real ones for the season. Um, Adam, I think just to start off, we'll, I mean, we get this out of way Covington Catholic. I I mean, there, we thought going into the season that it wasn't going to be this way, but it's starting to look, like it is this way not to say that it's impossible for anybody to beat them they're not unbeatable is the main point however they definitely are the favorite they got evan ipsara who's averaging 25.4 points per game brady hussey's adding 12.9 castle mcgillis is adding 10.1 they just got kind of yeah exactly they just got a lot of player a couple players averaging 5.9 5.6 4.3 when you get those supplemental scoring in especially on a guy like evan ipsara who you know you can rely on all just the entire year. I mean, he's shooting at 56.8% from the field. Miami's getting a good one. People people talk about his ties. He, he's just a flat-out baller. Kid, 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 he can play. And their only loss this season is to Olympia High School out of Orlando, Florida, just about a couple, or I think like half an hour south of Orlando, um, where Cincinnati commit Jizzle James plays. He, he was in that game. I think if I remember reading correctly, he had 21 points. So... <laughs> Only losses to a four-star prospect who is the son of Edgar and James. <laughs> I mean, they're they're setting themselves up just to be, uh, again, one of the better teams. They they have a big win over NCC by 16 points. They beat LaSalle by 19 points. Holy Cross by 20 points. They, I I will say though, and I was shocked by this, and we've we might have already talked about this. I know it's been a while since we last we had a since we last had a podcast, but they almost lost to St. Henry. If St. Henry was about a couple of minutes away, if they close it out from beating Cuffcath. So again, kind of alluding to earlier, Cuffcath's not unbeatable, Adam. What what do you think about the Colonels? Uh, yeah, uh, that game early in the season against St. Henry, uh, I believe uh, Castle McGillis was out. So their third leading scorer was out for that game, as was uh, St. Henry's point guard, Ra- Ravenscraft. But yeah, that that was a back-to-back games there with St. Henry and Bracken County where they won by nine in each game, but they really let both teams hang around in those. And they haven't really done that much since, except in their one loss to Olympia High School down in Florida. when the, And they played in four games down in Florida, and the other three games, they won by double digits. So that was the only game they had that was even competitive there. So I don't know. I, I think that was maybe some early season throwing pains for Cuffcath. And they're really starting to hit their stride at this point is what it looks like. So I, I think they're going to just absolutely run through the region in ninth region play this year. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, unfortunately, I think you are on the money with that. It's just it's just another year where the ninth region is going to probably be blue, whether or not that's Cuffcath or Highlands for that matter, to be quite honest. But nonetheless, speaking of Highlands, Highlands coming in at number two, they're 11 of four, two and one in the region. The lone regional loss coming to Holy Cross, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, again, Highlands just one of the top scoring teams of the year. I mean, they've put up 102 points against Scott, 85 against Boone County, 88 against St. Henry. 101 against Camel County, 91 against Jefferson Town, 91 against Augusta, 104 against Fleming County. I mean, I can go on, but they 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 score so much to where I think, and it's kind of similar to when they had Sam Vincent, and it also helps when you have someone like Sam Vincent. But nonetheless, Highlands can flat out outscore any team that they play, which tells me that they can always win. Obvious, and that's obvious, but. Highlands gives you the vibe that if they they can beat Cuffcath because of how much they could score, and that's it. It's it's a matter of whether or not Cuffcath and can meet them. But we say that every year, and Cuffcath always ends up getting it done. So they, those two will face on January seventeenth. That one's in Park Hill, so that'll be a, a good one. Um, number three, Connor the Cougars. They are eight and four, four and one in the region. Uh, they've lost to St. Henry the second game in season seventy one sixty one. They've lost to Elder, St. Charles up in Columbus, Ohio, uh, as opposed to Bishop Sycamore. But nonetheless, uh, Connor doing pretty well. They beat Holy Cross by 20, as we talked about earlier. They beat Cooper by 13. They beat Dixie 68-41. They've beaten Beachwood. So they, they, they're they definitely one of the better teams in the region, obviously led by Matt Audie. But when you have someone like Dalton Kramer averaging 15.6 and then Aiden Lore putting up 15.5, and then Landon Hamilton with 15.1. You got three, that's 45 points right there. If everybody's having a normal night, um, Adam, they even have Daniel Campbell with averaging 11.1 points per game. Are, are, are I think the Cougars are a district favorite as of right now because they, I mean, they beat Cooper and they're only head to head this season, but. I mean, it's it's a Matt Audi coach team. We say it every year, and we even joked about it after they went zero and two to start the year. That is, they're going to figure it out. So, what what do the Cougars need to do to figure that out and maybe make a run in the ninth region? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, this Cougar team is a senior led team uh, with Landon Hamilton, Dalton Kramer, Aiden Lauren, Daniel Campbell, four players all averaging over ten points per game. Uh, I mean, it, it looks like they're really Similar to Cubcath, they're starting to play their best basketball right now going into ninth region play. Uh, they won their big game, uh, big first big uh, district matchup against Cooper at home, 55 to 42. So they won that handily. And I believe that was Landon Hamilton's first or second game back from injury. So they've had a few problems with injuries so far this year. So that could explain for maybe the slow start. But now that they have everybody back healthy, this Connor team is going to be tough to beat. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And they have a tough matchup coming up next week at Cub Calf uh, on January 10th. Mm. It'll be a, a good litmus test for the Cougars. So definitely going to be interesting to see how the rest of their season plays out. But another team that's really interesting to pay attention to this year is the Newport Wildcats, who we have at number four. Newport, obviously, led by a bunch of young players who are just going to be super good for them. Uh, again, eleven and three. 
Marquez Miller, not one of the not one of the young guys that uh is leading the way actually. Uh that's that's up to uh Taylor Kinney and of course James Turner. James Turner averaging 8.4 points and Taylor Kinney 14 points himself. But Covington's again, a junior. Yes, yes, Jabari Covington averaging 14.7 points. He was the transfer this year. He was the one that uh everybody was wondering if he plays, does that make Newport a regional title contender? Don't think they're quite there yet, even though the record is pretty good. They did begin the season with a loss to Bishop Rossard, 81 to 75. I don't think Jabari Covington played in that, so I'd take that for what what you will. But nonetheless, Newport, their only other losses are to Campbell County, which came 61 to 40, so not a good one. Um, and again, Jabari Covington did not play in that game. Make that of what you will. And since that game against Campbell County, which was December 8th, so they have nine other last 10 wins. Again, 11 and three. Newport's, they're, they're doing really, they're doing really well. They have a game this Saturday against Highlands, which I think will be, again, the true test to see how good they are. But Adam, what do you think of the Wildcats? Are you buying into the hype or are you kind of, are you waiting and seeing it? Because again, Jabari Covington coming in kind of changes some things, but who knows? So what, what do you think? Oh uh, yeah, I think coming into the season we said maybe they're a year away, but it looks I mean at this point in the season it looks like they may have made more strides in the offseason than we even we expected. I mean, we know the amount of talent that they have with Taylor Kitty, James Turner, Jabari Covington, and senior leadership with Marquez Miller, uh, and a great proven ninth region coach with Coach Snap. But I mean, they're still playing multiple eighth graders and freshmen on on the court at the same time. So you thought maybe they would have some growing pains, but an 11 and three start to the season. I mean, I, I think that's exactly where you want to be going into a tough district game this weekend at Highlands. Uh, I mean, that's going to be a huge litmus test for them. I mean, they're, they're uh, looking great this year and they're trending in the right direction. That that's, that is for sure. And they're going to be a team, not just to watch out for this year, but I mean, they're only going to get better. I mean, they, they're going to be great next year and for the next few years. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Number five, we have Walton Verona. They're 10-3, the Bearcats, again, also in the eighth region LA final. So Walton Verona, one of the better teams in the state as well. I think they, they're they going to be an interesting one, especially when you talk about eighth region title contenders. Holy Cross, we have them at six, followed by Simon Kenton, Cooper, Campbell County, and NCC. So that wraps up our top. 10 and we'll be posting those more throughout the rest of the season on our Instagram and Twitter at a five, nine insider. Uh, we'll try to we'll try to release those probably on Mondays, but um, we'll have an updated one this Monday, assuming anything changes probably will. Cause we have, we have a couple of good games this upcoming weekend. Um, I know, I think I saw Covcath and Beachwood play, so That's always just going to be a fun game just to, I mean, that's just, that's just always a fun rivalry. Even, even though everybody kind of knows, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say this, but it kind of knows where that rivalry leans. Um, Campbell County will face Connor, so that's going to be a, an even matchup as well. Um, Adam, anything, any other games that you see on the map or anything that, um, I mean, Walton Verona's 8th region final as well. That's against Owen County. That's going to be a big one. But any other games before we wrap up? Uh, I don't see anything. Um, I mean, just other than the one I already mentioned, Newport and Highlands, that should be a great 36 district matchup uh, and very excited for another great week of basketball. And we'll uh, be talking to you guys again next week.
Yeah, sounds good. Well, for Adam Conradi, I'm Noah Ziegler. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.